Rave Radio. Gary Kay's Almost Daily Rants and Raves. The Week. The Women in AV Wavecast. Green AV. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Women in AV Wavecast, brought to you by Rave Radio and sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. To find out what Mitsubishi brings to the AV industry, visit them at www.mitsubishielectric.com. And to listen to this podcast and all the other Rave Radio podcasts, visit www.ravepubsradio.com. Well, we're so glad for you to join us today. I have a very special guest with me. I'm really excited. I'd like to welcome here with us Larissa Wallace. Hi, Larissa. How are you? I'm quite excellent. Yourself? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Larissa is uh, with Westbury National. They are out of Toronto. Is that correct? Yes. Great. And Larissa is a systems integration technician. And so the reason that I am just so thoroughly excited is because Larissa is what I would consider a trifecta of a woman in AV. For our listeners, Larissa, she obviously is a woman and in the AV industry. But what is really exciting and just I'm so impressed, Larissa, is that Larissa is a technician, and she's also a young woman in AV. Larissa, I think you're 21 years old? That's correct. Wow, that's that's just really fantastic. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just kudos to you. Like, it's really wonderful to hear that, you know, all the different scenarios that we talk about for women that were typically challenged in terms of having numbers, you have them all. So, you know, um, what is it, the triple crown that they have? Yeah. So, so welcome. Um, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Oh, thank you for taking the time to interview me. Yeah, happy to. How's the weather up there? Cold. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> you guys all, you guys go underground in, pretty much in the wintertime, is that right? Yeah, yeah, we go underground for several months, hibernate. Yeah, not so bad. All <laughs> right, so great. So, Larissa, um, you're with Westbury National. So, tell us about Westbury National and what it is that they do as a company. Well, we're based out of Toronto, and we've done some oh, large-scale, small-scale installations all over the place. Uh, several years ago, this was before I was with the company, we installed several LED lights on the CN Tower. They're the colorful ones you'll see now, if you look. Uh, we've done casinos all over the place, uh, such as Niagara Falls View, I think, and... Um, there was another one in Florida, but yes, we've done, for educational purposes, we have done um, installation at Dalhousie just a couple years ago. We did a uh, remote education system, yeah. So are these systems that um, you design in-house, or is it a little bit of a mix of both that there's um, other designers? Because I know that you're, you're a, you have a consulting side of your company, too, is that right? Uh, yes. Great. And so, but you're on the installation team. Yeah, I'm one of the field techs. So. That's great. So do you do all installs or do you do service as well? I uh, have only been part of the uh, just installs. Some of our more senior also help with service calls, but I'm still quite young, very new, and I have a lot to learn before I can start doing service calls. <laughs> so speaking of, how long have you uh, been in the industry? About two and a half years, almost three. 
three and a half if you count the uh, part-time summers I did beforehand. But Oh, wow, that's great. So you would, yeah. you were actually doing this when you were still in school in the summertime? Yes. Um, when I came back from university for the first couple of years, I was helping out in the summer. Oh, that's so. wonderful. Yeah. So what made you decide to go into the audiovisual industry? Um, I don't know. There were a bunch of factors. I was initially going to school for archaeology at Laurier, but um, I don't know. I guess it wasn't really for me, and a uh, guy offered me a job, so I jumped at the opportunity and I haven't looked back. I love the job. It's great. And for those of you who don't know, Guy is actually Larissa's dad. So that's really interesting because when we were at the Business and Leadership Conference, we also saw another young woman in AV and it was also her dad who is on the board of directors who actually encouraged her to come and to um, be there. So do you think that your dad played a, a big part in you wanting to be part of it or was he just, you know, willing and, and as soon as you said it, he jumped at the chance? Well, uh, he is a big part of the fact that I wanted to. I mean, when I was younger, uh, take your kid to work day. I always wanted to go to dad's work. It was <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> oh, that's really great. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. What What is it that you actually do on a day-to-day basis? So so walk us through one of your days as a, as a technician. Well, first I get up at 5 in the morning and have my coffee. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um... Mostly they have me doing field terminations and installing small bits of gear. I haven't done much on the rigging part, but um, mostly just, again, field terminations, soldering connectors. They've had me build a few racks in the shop before they get sent out to jobs. Oh, but I ha- and I've started uh, doing the field terminations in the racks themselves while on site. But Very cool. And how did you learn how to do that? Because I think that that's, you know, one of the things that we typically notice if you look at kind of the demographics of the women in our industry, I'm always struggling to find, I myself come from an engineering and technical background, um, but as a whole, the uh, the female in our industry are typically more either the sales, the marketing, sort of the, the public relations, not too many technicians. You know, how did you, how did you learn how to do that? I think it would be important for women to know. Well... How I learned was I pretty much knew absolutely nothing when I started. I I started, a guy would bring home some connectors and he would show me how to solder them. I'd solder a hundred of those. They'd get sent back to the shop. Then they started bringing me into the shop where I was pretty much mentored under our um, shop manager, Lou. Oh, great. And he taught me uh, all the tricks I know pretty much. So was it guy that actually taught you how to solder? To begin with, yes. Oh, very cool. Because I think, you know, it's interesting when I, you know, I always jump at the chance when I hear about a female technician or somebody that's in more of the, the engineering hands-on side of it to try to find out why they were able to make that transition and not necessarily, what was the inspiration or sort of the driving factors that made them feel that it was okay? And I mean, I think you just, you just said it yourself. You were, somebody showed you how to do it. And after they showed you how to do it, you were mentored and continued to, you know, be trained. Do you find that the men treat you any different at work, be it because either you're a female or because you're young? Uh, No, they really don't. They're very respectful, very nice. 
And, uh, well, I mean, I'm a kid by their standards. <laughs> they're all way, way older than me. But, no, they're always very respectful. And uh, they know I'd break them in half if they tried anything. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, and yes, and so we as a group and, and as an organization, we're also very much aware and appreciative of all the men in our industry because we know what few of us there are wouldn't be where we're at today and or in the future were it not for their support and encouragement. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really great. We've found that's typically been the case. I think our industry is a little bit different than maybe if you went to sort of the Wall Street or stockbrokers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So talking about sort of being the, are you the only female technician, I would imagine? I am the only female installation technician. In the show side, I think we've got four or five, and then there's a few more women in the administrative area, but I am the only female installer. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) So do you find that you have any sort of different experiences that you think being the only woman, maybe not even necessarily for the way that, you know, you're treated by the men, but just sort of how you experience your job and and your environment? Do you feel different or do you just feel like one of the guys or it just doesn't doesn't matter? At first I felt different. It felt a little weird because horribly outnumbered and all that, but... (laughs) At this point, I feel just like just another tech, just one yeah. of the guys. Yeah, that's great. Good. Yeah, uh, typically, you know, we've we've heard from some of our um, our other panelists. You know, they feel like you know once they get sort of over that that place of feeling like either they have to prove themselves or that they're not any different than normally. There's you know just one big happy family. How about being young? have any different experiences or or do you think that it's um, very different because you are so young? In my case, yes, because uh, a lot of my coworkers they'll be talking about stuff that was before my time and I'm generally at a loss. <laughs> but that's really exciting though that, I mean, you must, you must feel really happy about the fact that, I mean, do you enjoy AV and see that it's something that you, you know, want to do as a, a lifetime career? Uh, yeah, I love this job. It's it's fantastic. I get to work with my hands. I get to do really interesting tasks. I get to see places that most people wouldn't get to see behind the scenes. So it's pretty great. Right. So when you say rigging, and I mean, are you talking about events and shows? Um, sorry, I probably phrased that wrong. We do uh, events and shows, but that's the show side. Mm. What I mean is more when it comes to hanging speakers and uh, putting giant displays up in a big venue so ah i see yeah super so i mean what you know what advice would you have for for someone you're such it's so great you're such a a unique and i don't mean to talk about you like you know (laughs) like uh, wow wonderful but it's it really is wonderful that you know you are you have such this experience and this perspective for for women. What what would you your advice to them be? Somebody that's in your position and and not even just somebody that's a, either young or female or or what have you, but any woman that wants to um, get into the technical side of our industry. What is your advice for them? The advice I have is just do it. If you love it, do it, and don't let anyone stand in your way. You're no different than the rest of them. And what would you suggest that they do first? I mean, you know, is it find yourself a guy or, or, or Lou in, in the shop or somebody that's willing to teach you? 
Yeah. Just find someone who's willing to mentor you. Honestly, that's I find that's the best way to learn anything through mentoring. At least that's the way I learn best. Okay. I get shown and then I can play with it for an hour or two. I have someone to answer questions if I need to. It's Yeah, I find that's the best way to learn. Great. And then what do you think as an industry, STEM technologies see less than 20% of females. When we were at the conference last week, we were less than 5%. It, and the most encouraging news was that it was more women that have ever attended the conference than ever before, um, but still the numbers were low. So, you know, as an industry, what do we need to do to encourage women to join our industry at a young age and, you know, join our technical side? I'm not sure. I guess I can see one of the biggest uh, people things stopping women is the stereotype where oh, it's a technical job. Only guys do that. No, you doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl. You can both do it. I think we just need to get past that stereotype, mm-hmm. and then we'll be gold. Right. So when you were um, at the university, the university you went to, was there any? sort of technical things or, or things that you th- that you think would have en- encouraged you more? I mean, you mentioned that you went for archaeology. What a, what a jump. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I get that all the time. <laughs> so you wanted to be an archaeologist for a while, and now you're wiring racks. Yep. <laughs> so, but, but was there something that you, that when you look back on it or, or think that there could have been something? No, there really wasn't. Unfortunately, Luria wasn't so much of a tech school at all. It was more based on the arts, which is mm-hmm. makes it even more of a surprising jump. Yeah. But but now I guess I've always been interested in technology. Ever since you were a little kid? Yeah, well, having my dad bring right. big pieces of gear home kind of helped. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> Definitely. Well, that's great. So is there anything else, Um, you know, what is it that you like to do when you're not at work? Um, I like to read. I mean, I think my bookshelf count clocks in at around 180 books right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like to read. I like to write stories on occasion. Um, I like to knit. Uh, I recently have started experimenting in uh, home brewing. So haven't tried any of my cider yet. Got to wait several months for that to turn out but I hope it goes well oh my goodness so after seven months you, you find out whether or not it was a he did it right well it's more three or four months I probably I said several not seven oh, but, uh, okay yeah, but still it's quite a bit of <laughs> yeah, a wait seriously you have patience then I guess yeah. you know being a technician and having to wire all those things take some patience yeah well, well, great. Well, thank you. And, you know, I just, I wanted to, you know, when whenever Guy um, mentioned that he um, had a female technician working for him that was also um, a young woman, I said, oh, please, you know, I would love to introduce her to WAVE, get to know her and, and ask her what her experience is, because I think that you, you are such an encouragement and, you know, such an inspiration to so many women in our industry that it was just, I'm really pleased and, and thank you you so much for taking your time to be with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. And if anybody wants to find out more about Westbury National, how can they reach you guys? Trywestbury.com. 
Okay, fantastic. Well, Larissa, thank you again. It, it was really wonderful to uh, meet you. We wish you all the luck, and you know your biggest cheerleaders out here. We're all um, rooting for you, and anything we can do. All right, thank you very much. You're listening to the Women in AV Wavecast, brought to you by Rave Radio and sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. You can visit Mitsubishi Electric at www.mitsubishielectric.com. And to listen to this podcast and all the other industry-leading podcasts at Rave Radio, visit www.ravepubsradio.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll be back with you next month. <laughs>